0: Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh, fuck, bitch! Welcome back to another successful podcast. I'm your host, Mattis. We have a very special guest for you today, which I'm honestly not entirely sure how to pronounce a username. I've been pronouncing it Amiras. Uh, we have Amiras on the podcast today. That's right, bitches, it's trans rights season. <laughs> <Let's go>. uh, <laughs> Amiris, if you would please just share with us your username, a fun fact about yourself, and just any embarrassing story from your childhood.
1: Oh God! Uh, hi, uh, my name is Amiris. So you were close. That's pretty uh, pretty <laughs> spot on. Oh, that's my username. Um, I uh, fun fact about myself: uh, I can uh, burp on purpose, like I can burp on command, basically. And uh, embarrassing story about my childhood. Oh, God. Uh, I once had a, a bit of an oopsie uh, when I was uh, at school, and uh, my brother had to, like, be called into the principal office, and uh, I uh, had to uh, be brought home. Uh, and, yeah, that was pretty embarrassing because uh, it happened while I was in class.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how much uh, how much detail you want to share with a bunch of random internet strangers. Are we talking a, a one or a two here? <laughs> uh, a two. Oh wow, even worse. Oh, yeah, even
1: worse. Yeah, that was, oh my god.
0: I uh, I used to, so I, every episode, um, I'm sure as everyone's listening to this, has been a long time dedicated podcast listeners. I know I start with these embarrassing questions. And I asked someone, I want to say Erica, last scene, last time that she pissed her pants. <laughs> I, I guess that was a dumb question in retrospect, because it's like I don't know if, if someone's going to be on there. So I'm glad that I finally got someone to sort, even if it wasn't pissed, <laughs> but someone to sort of answer that question. Yeah. Cool. Um, so moving into our first segment, overrated, underrated. You guys know how this works by now. Uh, I'm starting with one that i I am a little bit a little bit passionate about. Ah, uh, overrated, underrated, frozen pizza.
1: Ooh, um, I'm gonna go. Uh, they're underrated. Um, I really like uh, frozen pizza. Uh, and um, always really like them ah uh, because, uh, you know, like, Growing up, I uh, you know, um, either like I was I didn't have time or you know, my parents were always busy, so I like you know, frozen pizza always a thing, they're always there, uh, and it always tastes uh, sure, it's not like it's not super good, but like it's uh, I find them overrated, uh, under- I'll it, sorry, um, yeah, I I love uh, frozen pizza.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think you picked correct here. I'm also very underrated on frozen pizza. I think it's sometimes it, it's hard to tell because it's not like uh, frozen pizza something that I just talk about with, with people of every day. <laughs> yeah, I know right. But like <laughs> when people discuss uh pizza in general, they're not usually talking about frozen pizza, which I I understand, like don't get me wrong. I, I fucking love like like um actual local restaurant pizza, even some chain pizza, but I think it kind of gets Gets lost sometimes, but I mean, there are there are certain frozen pizzas that I think beat certain like actual fresh oh, yeah. pizzas. Oh, for sure. Um, I, as a whole, maybe, yeah, I wouldn't take frozen pizzas over like actual, uh, actual restaurant pizzas, but like it's, uh, I don't know, it hits the right spot sometimes. It's just a different, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say flavor, different, like, I bet you're hitting that, like, sometimes, like, sometimes, sometimes I like actually crave fucking like DiGiorno or like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to my absolute favorite, which I know is going to be no one else's absolute favorite, but those little fucking 99 cent square Totino's pizzas, yes.
1: there's
0: <laughs> nothing, <laughs> there's nothing in the world that tastes like that, except for that. So I mean, I just want it sometimes. Absolutely hits, hits like the deep part of my soul. Uh, mm-hmm. so I'm going so severely underrated on frozen pizza. Are those uh, like
1: boxes with like a ton of like little round pizzas in them? There's like a, like a stack of them.
0: Are those oh, are great. I, I have had those. But I know what you're talking about. Different things. So th- it's one pizza, but it's like a square, and it's like basically like like the most f- fake ingredients. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows if there's actually like meat or cheese in there? I'm not sure, but uh-huh. it just just tastes incredible.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, for my uh, overrated underrated, uh, I'm gonna go with uh naps.
0: Naps. That is actually a tough one because i feel like there's a lot of people that like i know everyone's like like there's so many no one i feel like most people aren't going to say they're anti nap people like <laughs> to sleep but i really do feel like there's an anti nap kind of movement out there because people are like i don't know like like i don't want to i don't want to sleep before it's actually like bedtime mess up sleep schedule and like some people get groggy and whatever and while i understand that like just kind of the way my brain is wired, um, my, my monkey brain, which is, you know, fried by TikTok and being in <laughs> Generation Z and can't, like, like, has instant gratification and everything. I'm like, dude, when I need, to, when I'm tired, I'm gonna take a fucking nap. Like, I'm not gonna, like, 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 stay up and try to, like, like, beat systems and everything. And I'm just not really good with routines in general, which, you know, in, in a sense, you would even say, I think sleeping is a routine. So, I definitely am going underrated on naps and, um, as a bonus to that, when we did Chase's random things bracket, uh, that was the best bracket that we've ever ran because nap time won, and it was the clear favorite. So, very, very underrated on naps.
1: Um, I'll have to go that I am part of the anti nap sentiment. Uh,
0: uh yeah. <laughs> I think you wouldn't bring it up unless you were. Uh, yeah. I, uh,
1: I found them. I found naps overrated. Um, every time I nap, I always feel like groggy. Uh I never feel like really good after one. Um. Plus they always mess up my sleep schedule, like always, no matter how. And like, it's not the kind of thing where I'll like go in, um, I'll be like, uh, it's always, I'll never go in like uh, thinking about napping. It it will always just happen. Uh, I'm never gonna go, uh, oh, like I should take a nap right now or, uh, oh, I'll take a nap in like an hour. It always it always happens like organically, and then when I wake up, I always feel like absolute poop. so uh yeah, I am uh one hundred percent part of the uh the anti-nap sediment. I'm sorry
0: yeah no i uh I, I definitely see the when I take a nap, it doesn't happen every time, but there is a gamble that sometimes I'll take naps and I'll wake up and just feel like absolute fucking dog shit so Uh i mean i totally get that like i I know what you're talking about i think for for some people uh that probably happens uh happens more than others i just am obsessed with sleep enough that it's like fuck it yeah i mean yeah i I respect
1: it i i I respect
0: that yeah for sure for you then what about um overrated underrated streaming services I didn't do a specific one so you know Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, uh not HBO Max anymore just Max. <laughs> How do you feel about those?
1: Um I find them overrated. Um I think uh they're they're getting to that point where they're like so overrated that there's like so many of them that like it, I know it's a common complaint. Um but I find them uh, absolutely overrated. Um and uh I would uh at at this point, it's almost gone to the point that it's like like uh, cable TV, where there's like so many of them, um, and like uh, yeah, I I find them absolutely overrated.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I also am on the the overrated train, and uh, I I don't know. There are aspects of it which is nice in terms of the convenience and in terms of like, especially with the bigger um like like Netflix, those streaming services. If there's a show that's big on Netflix, it becomes almost like a cultural you know, fucking Tiger yes. King. <laughs> Tiger King's is the biggest example, you, you know, not, not saying it's a good TV show, but it, it's what everyone was watching at the time. So it, it created that, which was cool. But those are basically the only positives. I mean, I, I'm very anti-streaming service um, and especially like you know, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, okay, it does. It makes sense to me why people would do that. But from a consumer's perspective, why would you pay a subscription service when for, like, let me pay once a month to watch, you know, X amount of things, when, like, that's not... Realistically, movies is something that you, like, pick a movie and you pay for it and watch it. Which, is back in the day, uh, which I, I was even almost before my time being a younger guy, that's how it was. It's like you went and you got a movie and you paid for the movie and you watched the movie. Yeah. Like... Because of that, I don't know, streaming services just seem like such a scam to me. <laughs> I mean, i not saying they are, but I feel like they kind of are. So I definitely uh, definitely uh feel overrated on it. And I think it's just like, and not that, uh, you know, fucking dating profiles are a good way to gauge, you know, public, <laughs> public opinions on things. But like, I don't know, if the most interesting thing about you is that you love Netflix, like, go out and do other things, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely going, going way overrated on that.
1: Yeah, like, um, Paying for a subscription just to watch like a show or a movie, uh, and then like, I, it's also the thing where it gets like so complicated now, there's so many streaming services that like if you want to watch a show, you have to like look on Google, like which streaming services it is, and then you need to like, yeah, it's, it's it, it gets to the point where it's now ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, another pro is just the the convenience of it. Like, okay, I have this on my, like, I already have access to this instantly. But like, yes, you do. But like you said, you have to like, go through all the different. Yes. Like, you don't know which streaming service is going to be on, so it kind of defeats the point of the convenience. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, way overrated on that.
1: Um, mine. Uh, for my next overrated underrated, um, I'm gonna go with uh, summer.
0: Summer, okay, I have uh strong opinions on summer <laughs> uh which honestly are probably going to come out later in this this episode. Spoiler alert. Aww. Um but so uh I just being from um I'm from Texas originally and now live in Las Vegas. Summer is just like the bane of my existence first of all just because it's so so hot outside always um especially in those two states. Um and on top of that, I know a lot of people are like, well, summer, you have summer vacation, which is always really funny to hear me say, like, hear, like, like, grown adults say that. Because, like, I, I don't know, for me, like, I don't get summer vacation. It's just another week at, exactly. at work. So because of that, like, I just don't really see much upside to, su- like, I don't see what the advantage is. I know that people... I don't know. I know a lot of people probably from like colder weather states than I am might say like appreciate that it's not as cold all the time, but that just hasn't been my experience, and I just don't see the upside to summer over pretty much any other season. So I'm gonna go go overrated on summer,
1: and um I will go with uh, underrated. I love summer. Um, it's one of my favorite. Uh, being from up north, uh, Canada, uh, we don't. We get a lot of winter, like a lot of like cold weather, a lot of snow, and I don't know, like com- coming out of that, going to summer is just so refreshing. Plus, uh, you know, like um, the uh, the beach, and you know, no no need to get dressed. Uh, I I think I think a lot of people love winter and they love be- they love uh, snow and they find it like super nice uh but i am and always will be a uh a summer lass i will always Mm -hmm. have it and it always has a special place in my heart
0: yeah it's yeah it's interesting to me you mentioned uh it's it's you know you don't have to put on clothes which i know you mean metaphorically i'm sure you don't walk around nude but um yeah i i think one of one of my uh i wouldn't say least favorite things about summer but favorite things about winter is it makes it so much easier to like like style like 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 layer jackets and everything which i've always really liked but i will say the convenience of summer is that like you don't have to put much into effort into looking good because no one like people are gonna judge you if you put on like jackets and shit it's <laughs> in layers so it makes it easier to just throw something on and, and you're good to go so that I, that's true i can't say that there's no upside to summer
1: yeah like uh you don't have like during summer you don't have to put on boots you don't have to put uh mm-hmm. like on like snow pants uh no like big uh jackets And then, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, you don't have layers up and layers up and layers to put on just to go grab some milk.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely for sure. And I'm sure, uh, you know, talking boots and everything, I'm sure in Canada it snows quite a bit, which it did snow, at least uh, my part of Texas, uh, a decent amount, not like, you know, most other cold weather states. But, like, I've literally, since I moved to Nevada, (laughs) seen almost, almost zero snow. So like I, that's another big part of it is winter doesn't have that downside for me because I don't have to deal with like like fucking snow shoveling and scraping ice in my, off of my car, uh, which is maybe part of the reason I like winter so much. But
1: yeah, just just saying like snowing on uh, um, snowing your car is giving me like uh, more flashbacks. <laughs> like it's it is I'm not looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, I mean <laughs> going back to what I said earlier about just loving sleep. If any task like that, that makes me get out of bed earlier and especially to get out of bed earlier for it to be fucking cold and to do manual labor, that does just sound like absolute hell. It so is. yeah, totally get that there for your last topic here. I have, um, uh, this is what I feel like everyone, I don't want to say has an opinion on, but everyone's tried and uh, can relate to overrated, underrated fried rice. Oh my god,
1: that's a good one. Um I would say it is um I'm going to go with underrated. Um I I don't think it gets uh it it, it doesn't get the um the um, the love it deserves in my opinion. Um yeah. yeah, I I I think it uh it's it's uh simple and nice and like it just feels so freaking good to just uh eat them. So yeah, I I think underrated, for sure.
0: Yeah, on on this podcast, I I didn't really initially, you know, plan this, but the longer that I've done this since, you know, fucking dozens and dozens of overrated underrateds that I've done at this point, it feels like things fall into certain categories. And uh, there's, like, I don't know, the underrated things because everyone just hates them. (laughs) There's the overrated things that, like everyone loves so it's easy to call it overrated but then there's the underrated things that are like they get a lot of hype but they're just that fucking good that i still think it could be underrated that's where i put chicken fried rice in that like or i I, sorry to take the chicken out of that just fried rice in general because i feel like no one actively dislikes fried rice um i'm sure there's someone out there who does and they're uh, crazy um but like the majority of people you meet are going to dislike fried rice, but it's just that good that I still think like people aren't on fried rice enough. Um there's so much you can do with it. It's easy to cook. Uh it, really it's like have have you ever had a bad plate of fried rice? I Yeah,
1: exactly. I don't you yeah. don't
0: even remember having a bad plate of fried rice. Yeah, so I mean there's no like gamble on like you having a bad experience. So it's really it's definitely one of my go-tos. I think um yeah, definitely definitely underrated even though Uh, It's not widely hated.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, For my last uh, over-underrated, I'm going to go with uh, pancakes.
0: Pancakes, okay. Um, I am going to go underrated on this for the the purpose of, I feel like the debate, at least on the internet, has always been, uh, you know, pancakes versus waffles, and then there's the contingent of French toast, which is like, I don't know, the third party candidate that no one <laughs> votes for and takes seriously. <laughs> <He's high> <laughs> <lit>. <laughs> but and so because of that, there, there's so much divisiveness between pancakes and waffles. I personally am a pancake guy, uh which I know I've caught some heat for in the past. But like, I I don't know. It's something like it's 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 warm and and dense and like it's. I've just again just never had a bad time eating a pancake. And um, I I will say okay. I mean, I guess you could have you know worse or better pancakes but if you have like really if you've ever been to like one of these fancy brunch shots that you've just had a really like just mind-blowing incredible pancake i don't see how i'm taking any waffle over that when it's waffles i feel like are the same thing give or take um even with outside i mean if you remove you know the contextual pancakes versus waffles and just pancakes as a dish i think it is something that people should get on harder in terms of like uh i'm a like why not eat pancakes for dinner? What what's the what's stopping you besides, you know, being remotely healthy? <laughs> 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 I'm I'm definitely definitely saying underrated on pancakes.
1: Um yeah, I was I I wouldn't hear uh with uh my con- preconceived notions of uh going with overrated, but I think you've sold me on that. Uh they are actually underrated. Um I think that um they're like all around versatile. You can like put pretty much like Anything, any toppings, and they'll be like really good. Plus, they soak up the uh, they soak up the uh, the maple syrup very well. Uh, so yeah, I th- I think they're uh, they're being slept on uh, really.
0: Yeah, I uh, I want to point out. So I had on the episode. Uh, fuck, I've done too many of these. I think it was in <laughs> season two um, with King Ed. He pointed. He said, like, have you ever made pancakes with? like like box cake mix and i haven't i I never ended up doing that uh i, I wish i could come into this saying that like i did that after <laughs> and me in. and that's like the the next step to this episode but no didn't do it but i wish i had because that just sounds absolutely incredible
1: it actually does and i might actually yeah. try that for real
0: <laughs> yeah that might be maybe zero tonight we'll see
1: yeah
0: Cool, and that should wrap up Overrated Underrated, which brings us into our Soapbox section. Oh, my God. Our Soapbox, se- soapbox segment. My mind was going, like, section, and then it, like, I don't know. It, it was downhill from there. I'm not going to edit this. You guys can hear all of that. Amazing. <laughs> for, for our Soapbox segment today, Amiris can talk about anything that she wants. So what do you want to talk about?
1: Um, Yeah, like I said, I came in here uh, with, like, I didn't really, I struggled with my soapbox, uh, but something happened to me recently, um, and it kind of, like, resonated, and I kind of need to talk about this, so I'm going to vent a bit, not really vent, but, like, vent in a good way. Uh, I want to talk about um, a little concept uh, called love, Uh, and I think, yeah, I think it's (laughs) something, uh, like, so so important in our lives uh that is not mentioned enough um we don't uh we usually like romanticize it uh we 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 see it in movies we have our like pre like our notions um that like what it is and um like what or what it should be um but i think that like um it's something that is uh critically lacking around us and like in the world right now with everything that's happening. And um, I think now it's like very important to show more than ever our love for like each other, Um, especially like towards groups that are like being targeted with hate. Um, It's like really easy to hate, but it's really hard to love apparently. Um, And not just like romantically, even if that's something that I've, like, come around to experience recently. Uh, but, like, just platonically, like, with friends, um, I think uh, love between friends is, like, super important uh, and, like, one of the greatest thing you can have. Uh, because uh, friendship is something that if you nourish with uh, love, uh, it can flourish into something that can, like, last forever. Um, so, uh like call your friends, call your family if you have any uh or they your friends can be your family as well, and just like tell them you love them um, and um like romantic love is also something that uh is seen in movies and uh like you we all have our notions of what it is, but one Once you find it, it's uh, something that is so amazing. And um, having somebody that uh, you love to spend time with and you love to be around and you can talk to no matter what happened and you know that they'll always be there for you is uh, something that uh, all of us, should experience at least once. I think I think love is uh, something that's not not talked about enough. And uh, that's why I'm using this softbox right now to talk about it and uh, to say that, um, yeah, just uh, love each other and love and support people that are under attack by people that uh, hate them. Uh, so, if you ever see something or hear something uh speak up and uh defend people that are uh that need it, and yeah, I mean, that's what I wanted to talk about uh on my soapbox,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think <clears throat> when I look back at some of the happiest times in my life um I really, I feel like one of the absolute happiest periods of my life was uh, I, I had a really good group of friends in, in college, especially towards the end of college, that, um, you know, we would make sure to say I love you to each other, which, you know, is not the most normal thing to do, especially in Texas, um, because, I don't know, it was a group of guys, girls, and, you know, we, we were obviously meeting romantic love in, in all those senses. But whenever you have people that you feel comfortable enough to uh, tell them that you love them and vice versa, um, it's definitely just level up what I think friendship can even be and what, uh, you know, human connections can even be. Um, Because I I don't know, it's, I I know, I love that you said, you know, in in recent times um, with just uh, both living in a post-COVID world, and a lot of just, a lot of hateful sentiments that have been brought up into the world, and a lot of divisiveness, uh, recently, like, it's definitely something that's hard to find, and, you know, I think it's something that I don't think a lot of people, um... Of of course no one's gonna say that they don't value love, right? I'm sure that a lot of, of course. people do. Of course. But like but like to actually truly understand what it means to love someone besides like, oh yeah, like you know, spending time with this person and uh to go, you know, deeper than that is something that's that's awesome and very rewarding and I, I usually you know, I've I don't like dating the podcast of like when when things have aired and when whatever, but I am recording this with, uh, with Emmy right after, literally yesterday, I recorded the episode with Raichu that I talked a little bit about, uh, my ex-girlfriend and got a little too deep, which I don't want to, uh, I I was gonna say I don't want to do again, but basically that's what I'm about to do, but, um, in that, this is, you know, follow up to to that soapbox yesterday, but I I had an ex-girlfriend who, um, I really, you know, Truly, genuinely loved. She eventually, we got close enough for her to share with me that she, uh, was not straight is how she put it. There was, um, a lot of, you know, her own trying to figure out what, what word to put to it and everything. And because of that, that was something that was definitely, you know, as, as much as I was obviously accepting of it and, and, um, uh supportive of the fact that i want this person to be who she is it was something that was definitely very hard on me because it's someone that i i cared very very deeply about that i knew i couldn't be with in the way that i I wanted to um but i think as as hard as that was it was one of the most you know eye-opening uh events that have ever happened to me and and kind of a wake-up call to change the way that i approach life and not not only dating but just life in general and especially that when i look at why this was a person you know before i knew uh about her sexual orientation well the reason why i, I love this person was because she was so willing to uh uh let me be myself and not try to change me in any sort of way and uh you know reaffirmed to me like hey the person that you are right now is exactly who I want you to be and who you're supposed to be. And, you know, with the context, then looking back on it with, um, knowing that she was struggling with, you know, maybe not feeling like she could be who she wanted to be. And because of that, she kind of turned that into, you know, externally trying to support other people and telling them to be themselves. There's a lot of, of beauty in that. And even from, for me as someone who, you know, is not a member of, of the community, that's a, you know, straight cis head guy. Um, there's a lot that can be said about that because there are, there are ways in which... Everyone has has ways in which they're not normal, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone yeah. has um, their own, you know, personalities and especially parts of themselves that they're maybe more insecure about and that they, they want to hide. Um, so, I mean, taking that from her, uh, one of the, the lessons I really took away from all of that is that, you know, it's so important to be kind to other people and to um, encourage other people to be exactly um who they are. And with what you said earlier about there's a lot of hateful sentiments right now um going around about um people that are in disadvantaged groups and you know the LGBT community, uh certain certain uh religious and ethnic groups that you know are not safe right now. It's really important that you let those people know that being who they are is the best thing that they um can can possibly be. Yeah. So exactly. there's there's a there's a lot of beauty in in it, and I think um, basically I've I've said this on I don't know how many soapboxes now, but if you're a straight you know kind of normal cishet guy, which you probably are because you're listening to my podcast, <laughs> you know, um, you it's really important to um to take a moment to understand what people. That are different than you are are going through, and to to help out because it will be the most rewarding experience of your life. Instead of staying in your bubble and you know, you know, taking everything that's that's told you at at, uh, at face value, to really kind of delve into it and learn more about other people, and to be a more kind and loving person. Which I know I just absolutely <laughs> took over your soapbox, but <laughs> yeah, that's just. Um, you know, on, on topic with what you wanted to say, love is the most important thing, I think.
1: It is, uh, yeah. That, to add on, on what you just said, by like, uh, reaching out and listening to other people's, um, stories and, um, like, um, like their stories and their, uh, like where they're coming from, I think you'll, uh, you'll find out that you'll learn a, a lot more about yourself as well. Um, and, uh, you might, uh, yeah, like learn more more stuff about yourself by doing that, and like it'll open your eyes to the world. So if you're out there listening, uh, just uh, reach out and uh, try to be understanding of others. Not everybody is like you.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with that, and especially the, the you know being rewarding to help other people. It it feels good to be a good person, you know? Yes, I, I don't think crazy. Yeah? yeah. Yeah, crazy. I don't think I, I definitely don't think, you know, being um a good person is the easiest thing in the world at sometimes. Sometimes it's difficult to to do these things, but in terms of uh, rewarding and like um, living your life in a way that's that's fulfilling, it's definitely more than more than worth the effort. Oh for sure. So <laughs> yeah, from there we're gonna draft months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so entering today's uh today's uh draft segment uh we're gonna be drafting months of the year calendar months and um yeah so i you know on that i know emmy's charity is one that i'm sorry i keep calling you emmy i don't know why people are to keep doing that so i don't know if that's all right that's fine but (laughs) um emmy's charity is kind of related to this so who who are you gonna be representing today
1: Uh, i'll be representing the trevor project uh, which provides a twenty four seven crisis support to uh, LGBT uh, people, mostly the younger ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's actually one that's appeared on this podcast before, and I've given money to personally, even out- outside of the podcast. So, really love that charity. My charity, I'm going to be representing as usual in Brave on Campus, which uh, provides resources to victims of sexual assault and advocates for legislation to prevent future sexual assaults. Um. So, uh, I know earlier, so in the overrated underrated section, uh, <laughs> Amy mentioned that she was not the biggest winner person in, like, summer. And I'm the complete opposite, which is exactly what I was hoping for, because I have an idea of how this is going to play out now. <laughs> you might be so, surprised. Maybe, okay. Maybe. I guess I didn't make any assumptions. Well, with the number one pick, uh, you, can, you can pick anything you want. So, what do you, what do you want first round?
1: Uh, yeah, for my first overall draft, uh, I have chosen October. Uh, okay, an amazing month. uh like the I have the colors of the leaves, the smell, like the like the earthy smell going around, uh the cozy weather, plus Halloween and Canadian Thanksgiving. So that's my first overall draft,
0: yeah. I had that pretty high up on my board. I guess I was definitely wrong about you going to the summer months, uh, yeah, but um. Yeah, there's all all the things you mentioned, it's actually, you know, at least from the areas I'm from, <laughs> the time that it's a pretty solid temperature outside and, you know, leaves changing everything. Definitely, definitely I think worthy of a, of a first round pick. Um for my first rounder, I'm gonna go with the month of December for the reasons of uh you know, all the, the holidays in, in December. Um I actually I Personally, if uh, this could be a whole other segment, but I think New Year's is like one of the most underrated holidays. I love New Year's Eve, Uh, so that's a good way to end it. But you start the month on December first with uh your 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 boy Mattis's birthday, which is also why it's in there. That's awesome. (laughs) On top of that, uh, it's just a it's you know good month. There's a lot going on, and on top, I I'm gonna be honest. A lot of my my uh, higher round towards the top of my board are the football months. (laughs) <laughs> cuz there's football yeah. on football on in December football on in October also. So, yeah, that's my number one. That's a
1: solid pick. Um for my second pick, uh I will pick uh, the month of May, uh May. which is which is my birthday. Um it's also the start of summer. Uh the weather is just uh nice enough, not too warm, not too cold. Uh plus it's, you know, um uh, It's uh, no pence day on that month as well. So that's going to be a big plus. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, May is just all around really nice. Um, Plus it has a nice uh, color, which is uh, uh, emerald, a a nice uh, rock for its month. So yeah, that's my pick.
0: Yeah, as far as um, I'm not a very pro-summer person, as far as summer month goes, summer months go. I probably would go earlier summer months because it's not Quite so hot yet, and it's like it does have the excitement of being summer. So yes. I think yeah, May is a May's a really good prime time of year. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna double down <laughs> and go with another another I well, I guess maybe a fall month, uh technically. But in my mind I've just always considered November. <laughs> November another winter month, just cause right next to uh December. And I mean for similar reasons, uh there's um you know there's uh football going on, there's so much of the time of year that like it is right after october there it still is some leaf changing, you know, depending on where you're at and on top of all of that, I think you know the big reason that people would take November is Thanksgiving too, which is uh yeah, if you fucking love food, like I fucking love food, I think that makes a lot of sense, so yeah, November and my my two,
1: yeah, I would pretty much all love food, so
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah um my uh Next pick uh, will be uh, July, uh, mm-hmm. which, of course, being like smack dab in the middle of summer. Uh, you know, when you think of Ju- like when you think of summer, you think of July, uh, like perfect pool season, like sun tanning, uh, plus Independence Day, uh, which is also an awesome movie. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, July is just like it's it's when I think of summer, I think of July. So that's that's uh, my pick.
0: Yeah, I, I mentioned earlier that uh, when, as an adult, you don't really get summer vacation. The really closest thing is that you do have a lot of days off in July for federal holidays, specifically Independence Day. Um, and, yeah, I always, for me, I've, I, again, bring it back to food because <laughs> it's just on my mind right now, I guess. <laughs> uh, I've always loved grilling on the 4th of July. Uh, mm-hmm. So, really a, really a high-end holiday. So, definitely understand why that would be a three-slot. Um... I don't think this is probably not what people would. This might some people might argue this is a little high, but I'm gonna go March with my number three, which again, maybe yet another winter month is you know, uh, pushing it into spring. But, um, I honestly, one of the biggest reasons here is that I am just you know, people in the, the thread will know I'm just super big on college basketball and March Madness is just like. That is, you know, I took December number one, but March Madness is my Christmas in terms of like, like it's just basketball going on, good times. And I mean, on top of that, it is the you know starting to end of winter, moving into spring. Uh, so uh, obviously regionally, depending on where you live in the United States, it will affect a lot. But like, you know, it's starting starting to heat up again, uh, warm up again into like a better better temperature. So March and my third.
1: Yeah, giving you a little taste of what's to come. Um, for uh, my fourth uh, pick, uh, I'll pick uh, September. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like like you said, like football season, uh, baseball playoffs, um, and plus it's just like a really good song from Earth, Wind, and Fire. So uh, yeah, uh, September is gonna be my fourth pick.
0: Yeah, honestly, this might be a <clears throat> might be the Will Levis pick. I think that one definitely definitely fell quite a bit when people. I, I think a lot of people were probably expecting September to go earlier. That's incredible value for round four. Uh, exactly. For, you know, start of football, especially you know started college football. Uh, you know, good time of the end of the summer. That's that's a really really good pick. Um, I'm gonna go with. There's two on my board right now. I'll go ahead and grab a summer month. I'll go with June. Um, which, you know, like I said earlier with May, it's it's uh, one that's towards the beginning of the summer, so I think it still has a lot of the excitement of, like, this is the beginning of summer. So as far as yeah. summer months to go, I think it's uh, not a bad one.
1: Yeah, plus it has, uh, it has Pride Month.
0: Oh, that's and all... Pride Month. And Pride oh, Month god. as well. Oh my god, I'm a homophobe. I'm sorry, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. yeah. Obviously, that's why I picked, picked June. Yes, of course, of course, <laughs> yeah. of course.
1: Perfect ally.
0: Answer? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I, I had a generally I write down I w- I absolutely was mentioning thinking to mention that but generally when I don't when I write down my da- draft board it's just like words instead of like why did I put them in this order <laughs> yeah cool
1: uh for uh my last and fifth pick uh I will go with January. Which is okay. uh it's it is a bit of a like a yeah, unusual one. Uh but I I mean it, it is the start of a new year. a uh, lots of like um lots of like hopeful uh emotions uh, going into January. Um and uh plus it's like one of my uh dear friend's birthday uh on mm-hmm. that month as well. So yeah, uh January is my pick.
0: Yeah, being a winter guy, I like January. And also, uh, I mentioned I really, really love New Year's. And uh, even though New Year's Eve is, you know, December, you're going to probably start your new year off of work, which is always just a good... I don't know. I've always... I've liked the vibe of of early January. So that definitely is a good pick at five. And I'm going to go, to round it out, I'm going to go with April and my five slot. So um, really, you know, kind of kind of just the quintessential spring month if you're a big spring person um in terms of like march is over it's the end of end of um end of winter and we're getting into like uh may which i feel like is mm-hmm. the beginning of summer so i feel like that's kind of the sweet spot with temperatures at least in, in places where i lived where it's like this is you know not incredibly hot and not incredibly cold so it's good good uh good goldilocks month there
1: exactly uh,
0: and I think just, just really pretty in general because spring always is. So, yeah, doing that with my number five.
1: Yeah, plus you got April's Fools and you got Easter.
0: Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. April Fools specifically has, uh, has a resident uh, Fool. <laughs> so yeah. always, a good time. <laughs> always a
1: good one, always a fun time. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, going over the draft board. So, Amira's took October, May, July, September, and January, and she is representing the Trevor Project today. I took. December, November March June, and April and that is our show ladies and gentlemen thank you guys all for um for tuning in Emmy, do you have any uh any last words for the the free talk thread
1: I- I've always wanted to do this and it's uh been amazing uh, thank you Mattis for having me and uh yeah I mean uh fuck pibs yeah
0: <laughs> thanks for coming on and honestly when you said i always wanted to do this i figured the next words are going to be fuck pips so i was pleasantly surprised that it was yeah baddest D- is great and fuck pips that's honestly that's a perfect sentence right there <laughs> what that we to end it <laughs> yeah thank you guys all for tuning in and i'll see you next week I guess you're going to miss the panty ray.
1: Push me, and then just touch me, till I can get my Satisfaction. Matisfaction. 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 matisfaction.